0: home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. Hey, welcome to Heart of the Home podcast, everybody. Today, we're talking about something that has kind of been sensitive kind of been a sore spot but i think enough time has passed at this point <laughs> that we can address the saga of the fence
1: <laughs>
0: John's laughing with like this look on his face like no it still hurts <laughs> it still stings a little bit No
1: i i get great pride from looking at that fence every day at our window and yeah The fact that it hurt and it took so much effort just makes it even better. Sweeter. Great it turned out.
0: All the more sweeter. (laughs) Well, let's back up a little bit, tell you about what happened with our outdoor fence along our uh, side yard and really dive into where we're at right now. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hi, everyone. I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about our newest Stag Design launch, the Aspen Collection. This collection is elevated and grounded in earth tones and hand painted patterns. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two G's. I love when you join me, honey.
1: Thank you. I love joining you. It's fun. Do you? I didn't think I would really enjoy doing this. Because um, I don't have nearly the experience you do in this kind of stuff, but I actually enjoy it. It's I think you're a to. natural. Well, thank you.
0: Yeah. Our our podcast producer, Kelton's nodding right now. <laughs> yes. Like, you're uh, a natural at all this stuff. I, th- I
1: think part of this biz is, like, building people up and making them feel really good about themselves, <laughs> even if it's completely untrue. So I think you're doing a little bit of that, but... Thanks, anyway. I'm not.
0: I really think you're better at all of this than you think you are. Well, thank you. And you're very photogenic, which you don't think you're photogenic either. <laughs> but you are. Let's make this
1: whole episode about you complimenting me. I like this.
0: Well, yeah. I speak the truth. I speak the truth. Okay. So we're talking about a project, as with most of the projects in our backyard. Okay, really all of the projects in our backyard, that took... Much longer, was way more difficult than it needed to be, had way more problems than should have been, (laughs) but now that it's finished, it feels awesome. We're talking about the fence. Let's talk about what the fence looked like when we bought the house, the original fence.
1: So it was a really old cedar fence, just regular vertical slat, thin slat cedar fence that I'm sure looked great when it first went up.
0: 30 years ago.
1: At least 30 <laughs> years ago, if not more. Um, and cedar posts that were driven into the ground, no cement. Uh, and it was remarkable that it stayed up as long as it did without I don't know anything how it stayed up. securing it. Um, and yeah, by the time we moved in, many of the slats were falling off kind of in random places. It looked like a person with some of their teeth broken out. <laughs> um, like a hillbilly. Yeah. Uh, from a cartoon. Bar fights, maybe.
0: <laughs> from a cartoon that's been in too many bar fights. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and, you know, obviously it hadn't been stained for a very long time. So it was that really dark gray, kind of depressing color. Um, and many of the posts had rotted out. So in places, it was kind of swaying and tipping over. And the end post, which was like the most visible part of the fence for us because it's right outside of our open doors and I mean, a big door that opens up on our side patio and some big windows. So it was very visible for us and um, it was just completely falling over and needed a lot of help.
0: And our neighbors, whom we love, let's preface this by saying we love our neighbors, they didn't really care about the fence because they have a bunch of greenery and shrubbery that covers their side of the fence mostly i mean they could see it a bit but yeah. it wasn't this glaring horrible thing i saw for them right. and also it's kind of a lot a lot of it was kind of along their side like out of their main view but we have windows that look directly out on this fence so it was a big priority for us to fix the fence
1: right <laughs> yeah
0: where it wasn't as big of a priority for them yeah that's true
1: Yeah, and so we had to convince them that yep, this really needs to be replaced. And um, but yeah, it it needed help.
0: We had a conversation with our neighbors. Here's what we have in mind. We wanted to do a modern horizontal slat cedar fence, um, which was a change from what was there before. So we. Needed to talk through things with them. We also... Yeah,
1: and our house is very modern and theirs is very traditional. Beautiful home, beautiful yard.
0: You would call their house traditional?
1: Uh, much more traditional than ours. For really? Sure. Yeah. It's got a mansard I would roof not,
0: on it. I would not call that traditional.
1: <laughs> well, you're more of an expert on that than I am, but I wouldn't call it a very modern house. Really? It's modern style.
0: Okay, we're, we're just going to disagree on that because I think the style of the fence that we built goes much better with their house than what was there before.
1: Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. But I think they view it as much more traditional and, and their yard is, you know, a different kind of English garden style. So anyway.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> well, regardless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did everyone pay attention to that response? Okay. Okay. That means you have no idea what you're talking about. Leave the design to me, which I agree with. I respect.
0: No, I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. Okay. Getting back on point, though. <laughs> the fence, uh, we came up with how we wanted it to look. I should also point out that our yard, we live on a mountainside. So our yard has a lot of slope. So the starting point of the fence it goes down quite a bit downhill to, and our yard also has two levels. So we had to sort of remedy that. So we had to look up code for what our city, for fence height. Our neighbors had a little bit of concern with the fence height. Um, And so we just had to kind of work with them and and come together with what was going to work for everybody.
1: Yeah, and when you're designing a fence, it's rare that the fence will be, perfectly flat and level all the way down the line, right? Most people have at least some elevation change on their lot. So that's part of the challenge, especially with a horizontal slat fence, because with a vertical slat fence, you can kind of just follow the contour of your lot and have it, you know, rise and fall as the, have the fence rise and fall as the ground rises and falls. But with a horizontal slat, you kind of have to decide strategically where are we going to step down because you'll have one section of fence between two posts at one level, and that should be level, not slanted or weird looking. If you want it to be horizontal, and then you have to decide, okay, we're going to step it down here, here, and here, and and frankly, to make it look good, it takes a little bit of strategy.
0: Yeah. So we came up with a plan. We finessed it with our neighbors. We knew it was going to work. You know, we were like, okay, this is this is what we've come up with, and we were trying to decide the timing. And we had this huge photo shoot coming up at our house with a major magazine and company. And we were like, you know what, we really have to tear down the fence before we can do all the other work that we were trying to rush and do for this.
1: Yeah, we were building a big retaining wall right in front of where the fence was going to be replaced, which of course we had to remove a bunch of dirt it completely took out the area where the fence was so we had to take down the fence when we were working on the retaining wall and that's a whole other podcast episode the retaining wall <laughs> saga <laughs>
0: oh my gosh it's like it's kind of like making a cake right you can't put the frosting on until you mix the batter right. and you can't mix you know you can't bake it until everything's in the pan and ready to go and so this was sort of like okay, in the grand scheme of the backyard, the fence is in there, but we've got to do this other stuff first. So we have to tear down the fence.
1: Yeah. And the fence really is one of the last things you can do when you're doing a big kind of gut and replace yard project like we were.
0: So we had this contractor who we contracted with to build the retaining wall who ended up being maybe one of my top five least favorite people on the planet at this point <laughs> but that's another story <laughs> he basically tore everything up made a big huge mess took all of our money and left and we never saw him again and right and we know what we're doing we're not it was like it's anyway we don't need to get into that it's that still stings yeah I'm, that, there's just, no time that has passed
1: just for the record i'm a lawyer and i got a contract <laughs> we worked it all out we signed a contract
0: we didn't give him all of our money. We up did front. not we give did him all a ton the of money up front. The right way.
1: He was a master at getting little bits of money here and oh. there, just getting as much as he could from us and then skipping town before he'd really done much of a value other than tear everything up.
0: <laughs> anyway, he and his crew tore out the fence, right? So that was like one of the first things they did when they started working on. The retaining wall. And then they
1: dug a massive hole for uh-huh. where the retaining wall was going to go right by where the old fence was. So there's no way we could put a fence back yet.
0: Right. The so our neighbors have first. a dog and the dog needs a fence. Right. So we had to put up chicken wire, which, you know, I mean, it wasn't too bad. It, you, it was it was a fine temporary solution, yeah. but the problem was that because we ran into all those problems with the retaining wall and the guy who took our money and ran, the amount of time yeah. that the chicken wire stayed up was extended and extended. We and thought it was extended be like a and, extended. Month or
1: two, and no, it was like it was a long like time—six or eight months. <laughs> it wasn't that long, was <laughs> oh, it? Oh yeah, it was a long time. It was through the
0: winter. No, 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 no. It was just summer. It was all summer long. It was
1: pretty much from yeah, winter to winter.
0: <laughs> it was a long time. End of people. winter to beginning of the next winter. March. March. Yeah. It, it was like March. Our
1: neighbors were very patient. We'll just say that. <laughs> they were very this was patient. Not fun for them.
0: But they were reaching a point where they were like, okay, what's the <laughs> plan here? But we could not touch the fence until we fixed the retaining wall. It was just like this big mess. It yeah. was a huge I mess. I think they
1: felt bad for us, but <laughs> they were also kind of. Sick of it.
0: Sick of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we fixed the retaining wall, which is like, again, another whole story. We get everything in place to do the fence. We're like, okay, we are ready to do the fence. Let's yeah. do the fence. We were so excited.
1: It's going to be great. It's oh, going to be so easy. We're going to
0: bang this thing out. It's
1: going to be amazing.
0: Oh yeah. John was all pumped up. <laughs> so you start doing the fence. You're, you're moving lot What happens? And
1: as with every other time we've had to dig in the dirt in our backyard, whenever you <laughs> put a shovel in the dirt, you find sometimes massive rocks, you know, wherever you need to dig.
0: Rocks the size of like a mini Cooper.
1: Well, no, there was one or two of those, I guess. But mostly they were rocks that were probably as big as maybe a soccer ball or two soccer balls together, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um <laughs> And when you're just trying to dig like a six or eight inch circumference hole for a fence post, you think, oh, I can just bang this out. No problem. But if there's a massive rock right in the way, you've got to dig like a two or three foot hole just to get those big rocks out of the way and then try and like put a form or something in place where the fence post is going to go and then build in around it again. And So So every single post took, I think... Some of them took a day each just because of the massive amount of digging required. And it's not like I could bring in an auger or some other tool to help because those aren't too helpful when you're dealing with pretty big rocks, right, where you need to put a post.
0: No. And and to put in context how many rocks are in our backyard, when we were re-leveling our backyard and laying it all out and and doing all the things in our backyard, um, we took out 20 like 21 truckloads truck loads mm-hmm. you guys of rocks. Yep. We're not talking 21 rocks. We're talking huge dump trucks 21 of those yeah. left our house with boulders and we still had enough left over to build a rock retaining wall.
1: And it's actually kind of hard to find a place that will let you dump rocks cuz nobody wants your rocks <laughs> right? unless
0: they're building a retaining wall. Unless you can find someone who is <laughs> building their
1: own retaining wall and then they will happily take your rocks rather than paying someone else to bring them.
0: And we pretty much tapped into every person in a 30 mile circumference we posted that was on Craigslist
1: and other like local <laughs> Ad board type Come things. Come get our rocks. If you'd like some rocks, we've got plenty. <laughs> if you live near
0: us, we'll even drop them off at your house. We got all
1: these people, like these sweet old couples with like a Honda Civic, show up. We're like, what do you, what do you, <laughs> to, where do you want us to put this boulder? I, I don't really get this. We're not a delivery service. Um, it was, so it was interesting, it was
0: interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we did find one guy close by <laughs> who wanted to build a really big retaining wall, really long retaining wall, and um, was happy to take our rocks and even help us pay a little bit of the cost of shipping them over to him because it's truck time and labor and all this stuff. So he was only about a block or two away, which is great. And there was a point where he's like, okay, I, I, I've got enough. It's enough. Please <laughs> stop dumping rocks <laughs> on my yard. <laughs>
0: I'm just still shocked how many rocks there were back there. It was like a rock burial ground yeah. of of evil spirits. We that drove that we by his disturbed. house every
1: once in a while to see <laughs> the guy's house where we put the rocks and we put them where he wanted them and all that. But I think he took like a year and a half to move those around. He may still not. Have he hasn't done all moved of them.
0: all of them around.
1: Um, and we just <laughs> we didn't laugh because it's not like we <laughs> we were happy that he was struggling with them. But it just reminded us of. The challenge that we had.
0: (laughs) What it was like. Okay, so it took you a long time to even put the posts up.
1: Yeah. And so when you're putting fence posts in an area where you've just excavated, uh, and I knew this at the time, of course, that dirt will settle after you try and put it back. And we did everything we could to compact it and make it work. So behind the retaining wall that we had just poured, we had to fill in with a lot of dirt and try to compact it down as much as we could. And felt pretty good about it, but then dug some fence posts in that area and put them in. Those were easy because we'd removed all of the boulders. So we'll come back to that, but we thought those were great. So we put those in, and then the other fence posts were going into areas that were more compacted and had huge boulders in them, so they took forever. So we got all the fence posts in, and then once the pe- fence posts are in, the rest of it's fairly simple. I mean, for an, for a horizontal slat fence... You're just connecting it to the posts on the two sides of the board. So we, I screwed it all in because I figured I'd have to remove some of the, <laughs> the slats from time to time, and just removing screws is much easier than nails if you're removing. And so, yeah, cut them to size, screwed them in place, um, figured out the step-downs in various areas, so that the contour, the...
0: And John's a perfectionist. I mean, this fence was looking good, even though it was really challenging to put in.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't cheap either. I mean, I was doing all the labor, which did save us a lot of money, but the materials themselves were pretty expensive. It was, you know, 10 foot long cedar planks that were, I think, eight inches wide and the wider and longer you go, the more expensive, like exponentially more expensive, the wider and longer you go. Um so you know we invested a fair amount in the materials for this fence. And
0: we paid for the whole fence, we you know, should say. Our we neighbors paid for the whole did fence. not pay for any of the fence.
1: Right. And so it was expensive and difficult, but we got it done and it was looking great. Oh, it was looking awesome. So amazing.
0: And we were like this is awesome.
1: And we were rushing to get this done like literally the last couple of days I was working on it. Um, it was snowing on me. Yeah. So we're thinking, okay, we're not going to be able to stain it this year. We'll just get it in place. We can easily stain it in the spring. No problem. So we get it in place and then I think it was a couple weeks later we had this massive wind storm.
0: You guys. It knocked down our fence on the other side that was older and then our beautiful fence
1: Yeah, what happened. One of the <laughs> posts had a You know, as natural wood does, there were some knots in it and some defects and it snapped at the base. (laughs) One of the brand new posts holding up this fence snapped at the base.
0: Think of like um, a toothpick that is stuck in a sandwich (laughs) and you go to pull the toothpick out and the toothpick breaks off at the very bottom somewhere in your sandwich <laughs> and you're like I can't eat the sandwich now great. I can't eat the, what. I'm going to bite into some wood chip and splinter my tongue I can't so you're like trying to dig through that's what yeah. it was like and
1: it was frozen earth at this point because it was winter <laughs> so it was a frozen sandwich into, so yeah <laughs> yeah and so I figured out oh, great in the spring I get to take apart at least that section of the fence <laughs> and dig up that you
0: were so mad I was not happy
1: about that <laughs> i mean i went super deep because another tip for building a fence that will last is putting the posts into the ground deep so that i think the rule of thumb is you want them to go into the ground one third of their overall height so whatever your finished height of your fence will end up being add another third for what needs to go into the ground and i think a lot of people would say that's excessive but I was figuring, like, we get some wind up here, and I want this thing to last forever, so I'm going deep.
0: And we do get a lot of wind. I mean, we live near canyons, and yeah. we get some crazy wind up here. Well, I mean,
1: here. usually it's not windy, but when we get wind, sometimes it's yes. fierce. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm building this thing to last. It's going to be amazing. But I couldn't account for a defect in the wood itself that would allow it to snap. snap. And, of course, it snaps, like, at the base. <laughs> so. Yeah. So So I I realized I had to replace that post in the springtime when things thawed and I (laughs) wasn't happy about that. And then, you know, we went through the winter and and then in the springtime when things were starting to cool down, I, I looked at the fence close up and realized two of the posts had completely sunken and like fallen back because it was the area behind the retaining wall that I thought was super compacted. but wasn't yet it needed to do some more compacting over the winter
0: <laughs> it needed to settle a little bit more and yeah. it it chose to settle after you did the fence yeah of course yeah so
1: there were two more posts that i had to replace so <laughs> i think of how many sections are there between the posts i think there are seven <laughs> three of them no 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 so three of the posts so that's five of the seven sections of the fence had to be taken down so that i could replace <laughs> three of the posts and I was not happy about no, it.
0: <laughs> I, I think I just took the girls and left <laughs> for a little while on the days that you were working on that yeah. because you were so mad. So
1: to think about what that requires. <laughs> I Luckily, I had screwed them in, screwed the posts in instead, or the slats in instead of nailed them. So I was able to remove all the screws and take down the slats without damaging them. But, you know, every slat was cut to size for that place in that panel. And I had to number them sequentially and stack them up in areas <laughs> of the yard where I could remember, okay, this was this section of fence and here's number one, oh through, s- one through 10. It's
0: taking me right back yeah. to <laughs> how mad you were. Right.
1: So I removed all these <laughs> slats, like at least 50 slats I had to remove. And then of course, I had the fun of taking the old concrete Stuff and some you know sometimes I can get into a lot of gruesome detail here, but sometimes you're just doing your best to create a hole for a um a post to go into, and you're kind of going around other rocks that you can strategically you know dig around, so you get into this position where you're you've got the post in the hole and you cement it in, but it's cementing in the post and the rocks around it, yeah, so I've got this like massive <laughs> collection of <laughs> Wood, concrete, and other rocks that I have to remove now from this three-foot hole in the ground. (laughs) Mind you, there's still lots of rocks around this hole, so it's not like I can dig a big hole around that thing. It's just a nightmare, right? I brought in a jackhammer to like break it up and take the pieces out. It was such a nightmare. So I finally removed those three, compacted the soil again around the area behind the retaining wall, and reinstalled three new posts. And then went about sequentially putting back. (laughs) And the posts have to go exactly in the same position as the old one, right? Yeah. Because if you move it over a little bit, your slats no longer fit. So it was not a fun process.
0: No. So we finally get it done and you're like, you know what? It's okay. It sucked, but it's done.
1: It's going to last. It's going to last forever. It's going to
0: look awesome. And then we started staining it. (laughs) And if you follow me on Instagram, I actually, it's so funny because I captured this in real time on my Insta stories because Mm -hmm. we were so excited to stain the fence. It was like a beautiful day. The sun was shining. The birds were chirping. We had bought all this. We had tested stain samples like For like two weeks, we were like mulling over which stain was going to be the right stain because we wanted to get it right. Mm -hmm. So we find the stain. Finally. Finally. Buy all the stain. Go to Sherwin-Williams. And of course, the local Sherwin-Williams
1: didn't have enough cans of the same stain. So I had to go to like three different Sherwin-Williams. Actually, no, no, sorry. I'm mixing this up. The first time I got everything at the one, and
0: the one location. yeah. So you go and get all the stain. You got all your supplies. We're feeling good. The girls and I are like sitting on the tramp, watching. We're so excited. We're like <laughs> clapping like fence, 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 fence. So John starts staining it and he gets done with the first section of the fence and runs out of a can of paint. Yeah. And then you start the second section and I'm sitting back watching and I'm like, huh, looks, looks a little different. And you're like, it's just because it's wet. It'll <laughs> I
1: was like, no, It's no. just drying this can't differently.
0: It's just drying differently. So then you keep going. And I'm capturing it on my Insta stories. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Oh, something's going on. Something's so wrong. So then I, then I start backing up. Because I'm like, that's a danger zone over there. <laughs> I'm not getting too John. close to the... So then you get done with two different sections of fence. And it's two different cans of stain but the same stain. It's no. labeled the same. The
1: labels look identical. The labels of tell. the
0: stain are the same, but the contents of the cans are very different. It's the same
1: brand. It's the same color. It's same the same number. Everything we can see. And then when I'm seeing that this is not the same, I, I look at this the label again and I'm looking for any possible difference. And the only difference between those two cans are the last two numbers on the skew, which means that they...
0: Changed the formula.
1: Well, I didn't know what it meant at the time, but I said, well, the only difference is a change in the SKU number. So I went back to the Sherwin-Williams store and they're like, oh, yeah, we changed the formulation. But, but they it, were
0: all on the shelf together.
1: But they were all on the shelf next to one another, and they knew I was buying them all at the same time. And I was like, guys, listen. <laughs>
0: like, well, wait, 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 wait. Before you go there, we were trying to decide what to do now because yeah. we knew that it was different. And one of them was darker. And we were like, okay, well, we're just going to go over the first one with the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we thought, well, that will help it.
1: Right. Yeah, right? It That'll didn't. help.
0: No, it made it worse. Yeah. So then we ha- it was like, and I was just like dying. I think on my Insta stories, I kept saying, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is happening. And you were so mad. I couldn't even talk to you. I kept yeah. walking over going, are you okay? And you were like, I don't want to talk about it. Get away. It's fine. I'm fine. Don't talk. I don't want to talk about it. No, it's not fine. You like, you were just... You were so, so mad.
1: And the reason why I was so mad was because stain is not like paint. If you paint a wrong color on your wall, you can just paint, paint over, it. over it. And it's more effort and it's frustrating, but you know, you're not going to have to take down the wall. But with wood natural wood that you've stained you can't just put another stain color over the top of it and have it look like the second stain is supposed to look right because then it becomes a combination it's like taking paint on like one of those painters palette things and mixing two paint colors together it doesn't one doesn't take over the other it becomes the combination of the two and And it it soaks into the pores of the wood you can't strip it off and have go back to like bare wood and start over You have to throw away the wood.
0: We had so many people be like, why don't you just sand it? Like on Instagram, they were like, just sand the wood. Why couldn't we sand the wood, John?
1: Well, I guess we potentially could have, but it would have been a huge amount of work and would have reduced the thickness of the wood.
0: And it would have aged it.
1: And it would have, well, it it would have been significantly more work. So yeah, you can either sand it down like you would with a hardwood floor in your house but that reduces the thickness of the wood planks. Um, and it's a huge pain. And, you know, they have massive sanding machines that are really heavy that go on the floor. You can't put that on the, on a fence. <laughs> so what tools would you use to do that? You could take a stripper, but that doesn't really strip off the the stain the way it would paint. So I realized, you know, with all the money and time and effort I've invested in this fence, I'm not going to live with a couple of sections of this overall fence that look different because I couldn't get it quite right. I couldn't sand it off quite right or strip it quite right. So I realized my only option is to literally replace all of the half wood the that i stained. Half the fence. Well, not half, like a third of the
0: fence. Yeah, it was a
1: lot. It was a lot.
0: So you marched yourself back on down to Sherwin-Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like eye twitching. And I'm proud me, of
1: myself. I didn't yell at anyone.
0: Tell me the conversation. <laughs> Review the conversation that you had with the employees at Sherwin Williams.
1: I just explained, hey guys, you know, here's what happened. I showed them the two SKUs. I asked them, and I wasn't sure yet what the problem was, but they explained that they had changed the formulation. And I think they realized right away, this is bad. <laughs> and I talked them through, you know, I'm willing to do what I can to fix this, but I'm, I'm not willing to live with an end product that doesn't look right. And so work with me, what can we do? So we tried a stripper, didn't work. I wasn't willing to sand it and that would just be way too much work and not worth it. As so, if what
0: you did wasn't a ton of work.
1: But- yeah. So ultimately they, I mean, to their credit, they acknowledged that it was their fault and they agreed to pay to replace all the wood.
0: Yes. They didn't pay for labor, which is fine, yeah. but they pay, paid to replace all of the wood. And I, I actually really appreciate when a company does the right thing like that yeah. because I think your head may have exploded <laughs> if they would not have acknowledged and like helped us out. I think your head may have exploded, but <laughs> you, you had to, then you took like a few days To just like
1: Yeah, I needed a week or two just to not think about the fence. Let the sting
0: let the sting wear off just a little bit. It was still like an open wound. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, okay, (laughs) you were like, finally let's get the fence done again. So then you had to go buy all new wood, take off all the old wood. Yep. Build rebuild the fence essentially a third time.
1: Yep. Wasn't fun. I had to take each slat and cut it to size again and pre-drill the holes and, and screw them in and got it all back to the starting again, the starting point of the staining process, and then stained it. And the second time, it worked.
0: It worked. And we were all so happy when yes. it worked the second time. And now we have a beautiful fence.
1: We do. And we love it.
0: And we love it. And it's such a feature in our backyard and it's gorgeous. But I, I seriously think that there were some evil spirits that were released <laughs> in our backyard when we started doing work in our yard. Because the number of things that have gone wrong, we've done a lot of projects, a lot of projects, tons of houses, we work with clients, we have never had anything like the problems that we've had in our backyard true. Hopefully we have passed all of the big problems. We've done most of the major. I know. Don't jinx us. I'm knocking on wood (laughs) literally right now. We've done most of the major projects. We still have a few big ones to go, but most of the foundation is laid. The rest of it is just the icing on our cake.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so lessons learned on the fence. I think um, some of what happened, we could not have planned better for. We couldn't have avoided. We could have. Could we have- I know. I'm could sitting we here going, differently? you
0: have lessons that we could have learned, like we things we could have done differently. Because I can't think of anything other than
1: hire someone else to do it.
0: Check the no, because then it would have just yeah, it would not it have would turned, not out, have
1: turned well. out well.
0: um Check the last two skews of the numbers on every paint can you buy.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. What reasonable person wouldn't do that? Come on.
0: I literally cannot think of a single thing that we could have done differently.
1: Uh, well, we could have, we
0: could have prayed more (laughs) before we started the fence.
1: Well, with the overall project, um, we shouldn't have trusted the first guy and there were some warning signs and we were so stressed with the timeline we were working under that we ignored them and hired him anyway.
0: The retaining wall contractor. The retaining
1: wall contractor. Um, and really that was the source of some of the, pain we felt with the fence just the period of time it took to get it done
0: he was the catalyst for all of the other problems that we experienced in the backyard and really i attribute all of those problems to him
1: (laughs) yeah And, and maybe you know when we were excavating the backyard and moving things around we could have had them with the backhoe in the backyard dig up the areas where we knew we would put posts and remove all the boulders and replace it with dirt um so yeah, there are a couple of things we might have done differently, but it was just a real challenging project.
0: Yeah. I, I don't even, yeah, I have nothing else to say on this matter, <laughs> other than that I'm so glad that it's done. Me too. If you want to see more of the fence saga and the Insta stories of which I speak, you can find them in my highlight reel. So it's a good watch. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.